Welcome to Value Adds Value, a podcast for teachers brought to you by Lighthouse Educator Development. My name is Kyle Krieger, and along with Wilkie Law, we want this podcast to be a place where teachers can come to speak their truth. Because ultimately, we don't think there's anything more important that teachers can do for students than to speak their truth and to tell their story. We call this podcast Value Adds Value because that's the core principle and belief of our nonprofit Lighthouse Educator Development. When you add value to yourself, you will add value to your colleagues and more importantly to your students. So with this podcast, we provide teachers a space to tell their stories and inspire other educators. So thanks for tuning in to Value Adds Value. What is good, everybody? Kyle Krieger here for episode four of Value Adds Value, a podcast for teachers. Uh, Man, doing great. It is actually March 13th, so I'm recording this, and literally as soon as I'm done recording and I will put it out. Uh, March 13th, I can't believe it's the middle of March. It's been so bonkers how fast this year has gone. But um, again, getting on here to just do my weekly tidbit snippet of um you know putting my thoughts out there and and making sure and what I want to talk uh about today is a little bit about where I'm at in terms of the job hunt in terms of the uh getting back into the classroom uh in terms the, the the dynamics of actually getting into a classroom but more on what I hope it's like and what I really want to do when I get there so um applied for a job close to where I'm at now um I'm concerned because it is a very, very affluent, what could best be described as Twin City suburb with a campus that looks like it's a division one college. Um, and I was much better suited for the urban area than I was uh, last year in the rural suburban uh, type school. And maybe that's just cause it's an adjustment period, but I think having taught starting out in an urban area I think there's just a special place in my heart for that and with what I know and what I'm learning of the situation is for our uh, students of color and minorities and all those things I want to be in a place where um, where I can work with those kids and, and give to them and help them you know get what they need but then on the same token I have to get a job. Like I I have to get a job this next year. Um, If you're going to get engaged, um, buy a house and get married within the next 17, 18 months, you have to have a solid paying job. And this job would start out at probably in the fifties for me, which would be really good for the area considering I only pay 500 bucks a month in rent total. Um, So that would be a really financially wise choice. But um, Otherwise, it's been crazy, too, that connections keep popping up all over the Twin Cities. So um, nothing yet has materialized there. Um, but I think it's all moving in the right direction. And I'm, I'm a big believer that when the right job comes my way, um, I'll be able to, to jump into it. And that's more what I want to talk about um, about uh, going back into a job because I just got done recording or the other night I recorded a podcast with Vanessa 
from the Empower Teaching podcast, which uh, will come come out sometime next month. But if you don't follow Vanessa, you haven't listened to her stuff, you're not uh, checking out what she's doing. She's amazing, unbelievable. Um, but we were just talking, and the conversation kind of flowed to uh, we were talking about podcasting and how you know it's a place for us to spotlight and showcase other teachers and she originally called it Vanessa's view but she changed it because she thought it was too much about herself and I kind of came back to her with we've got to make it about ourselves to some degree um we and and what it related to was me just saying and telling the story about how as a teacher most of my career I was in quotations humble I was gonna you know, find my place. I was going to fit in. I was going to be a part of the culture. And I really regret that because there's so many opportunities I missed um, with my kids. And also I didn't model what I would want to. So I just told her that one of the most important things we can do as educators is shine. Like we really have to shine as educators. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's almost our duty to shine and to really go out. And, and I know there are people who, you know, are gonna, you, know you, you don't want to alienate other teachers. You don't want to do this. And, that, you know, there's all the excuses why we don't shine personally, professionally, what, whatever it might be. But, I mean, for me, um, I told her, like, I'm flat. I'm going to go all out. Like I'm going to teach to the absolute best of my abilities with zero, really zero regard for um, what other people think. Now that is not to say that I'm going into a job to just do my own thing and steamroll and train wreck people, but I'm going to do what I believe is right. I'm going to be the best of myself. I'm going to give everything I have to my kids and I'm, I'm not going to shy away from who I am. Uh, because if we want our kids to shine, the best way we can do that is to shine ourselves. And part of shining too, and we, we talked about this, was being able to set boundaries. You know, because if you're going to shine and you're, you know, shining, shining doesn't mean you're bubbly and, and whimsical and, and happy all the time. I told her, and during the podcast, cause she was, I don't remember exactly what it said, but shining means you shine to the best of your abilities with what you've got every day. So you accept the fact that there are days when it's not going to be as good as you want it to be. You're not going to feel good. You're not, you know, you're going to have a bad night of sleep. If you got kids, your kids are going to be wild. You're going to get sick. Things are going on. The weather's, I mean, if you're in Wisconsin, the middle of winter, the weather's crappy. You you hate having to drive into work through snow and, and all those things that can get you, uh, can get you off track. But I mean, going out and, and shining to the best of your abilities. But I also talked with her about how shining to the best of your abilities includes setting boundaries. So, uh, one of the boundaries uh, I'm going to set no matter what this next job is as I'm, I'm not going to do any coaching. Um, 
whether it's high school or middle school. I just don't feel like the return on investment of time is worth the money. But also, I just want to be at a point where it's okay to just be a teacher. And I don't want to feel like I have to take on 17,000 things. Because that's what I did at the start of my career was I said yes to everything because I thought that was being a team player, you know, in quotations. Um, and it, it distracted me from my teaching. Cause ultimately like, yeah, coaching is fun, but I'm a, I want to be a teacher. I'm a teacher first and coaching can be a great vehicle for teaching. But for me, I want to focus on just being a teacher and I'm going to be okay with that. You know, maybe I will get involved with a, a once a week after school club or I'll sponsor something the where I can do it with less time. But the other important part of that is the boundaries can be when I'm at school, I'm at school. When I'm not at school, I'm not at school. During my school day, I am focused on teaching. When I'm outside of the, when I leave school, I'm done focusing on teaching whether it's focusing on this podcast, whether it's focusing on LED or more importantly, focusing on um, Brittany and, you know, spending time with her and, and as time goes on, spending time with our family, it's, that's going to be something that has to be a priority. And I don't care what you say, taking on a co coaching position doesn't make that a priority. Because even in the, at the middle school level, level, you know, practices are going until 5 or 5.30. That means it's probably, you know, wherever I live or whether she, I mean, it's 6 o'clock by the time you get home. And, you know, she's ready to go to bed by 8. You know, so she can read her book and, you know, kind of wind down and be asleep by 8.30 or 8.45. So that doesn't leave a lot of time for us to to spend together and to build that part. And that's such an important part of my life that I want to continue to invest in it, especially. But yeah, the conversation with Vanessa was crazy good. I mean, she's unbelievable. But coming back to this shine piece, I think there's nothing more important for teachers right now than to shine. And yes, the relationships are important, but I, in my opinion right now, Shining means you're being your most authentic self. You're doing the best with what you can every day. You're giving the best of what you got. And your kids know you. And if your kids know you and they see you shining, they're going to want to have a relationship with you. And that capital is worth more than anything. I, I don't think you can have a relationship with kids that's real, that allows you to teach and allows them to learn if you're not being authentic and not partially authentic. You have to be 100% authentic. And that doesn't mean telling everybody about who you are. You don't have to give them all the details of your situation, everything that's going on with you, but they need to see through your actions. You know, too often, authenticity seems to be, you know, talking about, this is what I talk about. This is what I preach. For me, it's, it's not about preaching. It's about what I do every day. You know, and Vanessa and I got to a point where we were talking about classroom rules and she only has three, but 
I mean, for me, the, the, the classroom rule, belief, pillar, whatever you want to say for me is with kids is you always have a choice. And I 100% believe that no matter what your situation is, you always have a choice. So I want to work with kids to help them understand and have that agency over themselves to where they understand I, I am in control of my own life. Despite having to be in these scenarios and situations and, and whatever it might be, their life fits within the school parameters at this point and their family parameters. But no matter what, um, everyone always has a choice. You always have a choice. And, and that goes with teachers, you know, for teachers as well. And too often in my career, I felt like I was just pigeonholed into these places and, and had to be these certain things and I could never get out from under these parameters. But now I realize I always had choices. I could have done and been more of myself in every teaching position I've had. I could have given more to my kids I could have been more authentic and I could have enjoyed and loved the job more than I did, but I, I downplayed it. Um, and I regret that. I regret that I downplayed myself. Um, and, you know, I think that's why going into this next position, I'm going to go all out. That doesn't mean I'm going to be perfect. That doesn't mean I'm going to be the teacher of the year. That doesn't mean that um, I'm going to be better or worse than anyone else. Because I'm not trying to be better or worse than anyone else on my campus or on Instagram or people I know or people I've been friends with. I'm just trying to be the best that I possibly can be and to shine as best as I possibly can. Because that's how you get more teachers into the profession. That's how you get more kids interested in becoming teachers. That's how you keep other teachers in the profession is by shining and, and being the person that allows other people to shine and to do what's best for them and to really go out and feel like the profession is valued. Because we can say all we want about how society doesn't value our profession, which is I'm kind of a believer in that. But I know that the one thing, the, the one value that matters most to me is how I value myself. And that's why going into this next teaching job, I'm going to teach to the value level that I believe of myself. I'm going to shine to the best of my abilities. I'm going to bring everything that's good about me into it. And I'm going to be open about the things that I'm struggling with and I'm going to work with kids and I'm going to show, show those kids who I am. You know, she asked me at the end, you know, what three things do I want to be remembered by? Um, and one of the ones that I just said at the end and I was really having a hard time getting to this point is I said, I want my kids to say that they knew me, that they knew who I was, not details about what I like or what I didn't like or what my girlfriend's name was or what, you know, what music I listened to, but really knew who I was as a person that they truly understood that this is what I stood for, that this is what I believed in. This is what I gave. And I think if I do that, I'll be successful. Um, 
yeah. So again, not the most coherent in my ramblings, but I appreciate you listening. Oh man, for those of you that want to connect with us, uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, our Instagram and Twitter for Wilkie and I is value as value. Um, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at, at it's dot will dot law dot I I I on Instagram and will only has one L and on Twitter it's it's underscore will underscore law underscore I I I. Um, you can go to our website, the led project.com. You can check us out on Facebook, like our page, which is lighthouse educator development. But if you really want to do us a solid, you could leave us a review uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever you're listening to this on and, and help us get a little more traction. Now, uh, if you want to meet us in person, uh, we're really excited. We'll be in Atlanta for Teach Your Heart Out uh, Atlanta at the end of March. We will be in, I will be um, in Milwaukee for the Spark Conference the middle of June. We will then both be on the cruise with Teach Your Heart Out in, towards the end of June. And then we'll be at AIE and Teach Your Heart Out connected uh, in October. So those are the places we're going to be for sure. But uh, we hope to meet up with you uh, in person or online. If there's anything we can do, if there's teachers you want us to interview, please let us know. But this has been episode four of Value Adds Value.